You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. After laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. Hey guys, welcome to the after laugh. And I have a very interesting guest today. Well, I have no idea if, if he's interesting or not, but this is no, an interesting scenario. Chris Furman, who uh, who I got an email from about three weeks ago. Yeah, I'd say about three weeks ago. And he, you're working on an, an animated pilot now, or is it a whole series yet? Series. I, animated series. Um, and I guess you've been reaching out to comics to see who's interested, what they're... First of all, how did you come across me? Because that's right. always weird. Okay, so I'm a, kind of a social media guy, big on Twitter and whatnot. And um, I saw something you had on there, and I started following you. And uh, that's kind of where it started. And then yeah. I looked you up on YouTube. You had a couple clips here here and there. Not too many. I was kind of surprised. I thought I would find more. I'm terrible at that shit. Yeah, People yeah, you are. I'm like, uh-huh. You're terrible at that. But I I've still found you. Yeah. So then I went to your website, which I thought was great. Mm-hmm. And you had this reel. And I was watching it, trying, and I'm assuming you write your own material like most comics do. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, and uh, you have this one joke uh, about herpes. And so I thought, <laughs> all right, so this guy has a little bit of a sense of humor like mine. What and was I, the joke? Do you remember? Um, I, well, think, you, I think I vaguely remember well, a joke about herpes. Bill, I, here's the thing is I saw your reel, and uh, I watched you. You seem to do a lot of herpes comer- uh, <laughs> <laughs> jokes. Is that like your thing? God, you don't have, I'm, I'm not no, saying you have experience with think, this or anything. Let me but, think of what the. <laughs> I remember the joke. Was like I went on a, I, I, there's an old joke where I, was, I went on this. Um, uh, I went on this dating site exclusively for people with herpes. Called it was called Tinder, um, <laughs> or it was just something like that. It was something like any any dating site where everyone right. is kind of trash, or a, a date with people with herpes was called Craigslist or something like that. I forget. But do you remember any other herpes jokes? Sometimes um, you say a good joke and then you forget that you used to have that joke. Oh, right. So sometimes it's good to be like, "Hey, remind me of was it a funny joke about herpes?" Well, or was I, it just me up there crying about having herpes. It could have been something more like crying. <laughs> a little bit more of the crying. I think. I don't have herpes. Well, I have herpes simplex well, one in the mouth. <laughs> Who doesn't? So you did the you did the joke, and then the thing was that the laugh was that no one laughed. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't remember the joke. Was you're asking me if it's memorable? Yeah. Okay. Good point. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's so really I bombed. And you're like, I like the way you bombed, sir. <laughs> the way you reacted to the bombing made me think this guy is something special. Here, he's probably you're like he's probably unemployed based on his material. So I'll reach out. No, Let's no, see. no. You you have a lot of credits. Yes, I know. I, I looked. You had credits. I yeah. checked them out. You're even an IMDb. I have 90 credits on IMDb, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. Even on IMDb, come on. <laughs> what are we talking about? Um, yeah, so that's you, what... You asked me on this. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> on your... So, let me... Let's get your... Let's get the Christopher Furman story. Oh, okay. Um, you... Uh, how long have you been involved with animation? Has that sort of been your lifelong dream, passion? Is this like a new thing that you're beginning I have no experience with animation. No experience with animation. Z- zero. I mean, I used to do the little drawings in you know high school where you flip the th- flip through the books, yeah. you know, where you make the 
the little penis slowly yeah. grow bigger and bigger till it explodes. Yeah, I did all that. Yeah, of course. Who didn't? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Um, no, I didn't. I so have... you, you've, you've been a person your whole life doing things that people do. Like you had a job. Is it Yab or Job? How do you pronounce it? Yab? Well, job. depends job? where you're from. Um, and what, were you, what was your job? What were you doing? I've done a lot of things. Uh, years ago. I mean, you had kids. I you worked right down the street for really uh, recording. Yeah, recording company called. So you've been they were the- long gone out of business. Well, actually, I take that back. I think that might still be around as IX Entertainment. And I, I helped produce the third DVD ever made in the United States. Whoa, which, what, which was what? A National Geographic, uh, basically all about Africa and the Sierra. Was the Sierra? So your, your purview is sort of audio engineering. Producing. That's where it started, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm a musician. Okay, so for a few years, I was a band director. Uh-huh. And then I went into this uh, studio work, which I, uh, I actually didn't, I didn't really care for it. Uh, we got, when you're young and you get into the recording industry, it's slightly under minimum wage. <laughs> so Really? Oh, oh my God. I had a friend that worked for uh, A&M for years. And I think uh, he, they paid him in spit and kicks to the shin. Wow. Because you're there like all the time. All the time. You always start off with the graveyard shift because that's where all the new dogs start at night. Yeah. So you work through the night. And then once you get lucky enough to you know start in the morning, which is for me was 3 o'clock in the morning because I had to – I was what they call the utility guy. Do you know yeah. what this is? Mm, no. It's a guy that does – he knows how to do a little bit of everything, it. but it's never mastered anything. Yeah. So in the morning I would do um, – you know send out – Whatever the latest thing we were doing to make sure it got to New York, then you know I might work on graphics for a couple hours, and then after that, uh, I would work in the sound room. Sometimes I'd be literally making cable, <laughs> and then sometimes, uh, which is what I wanted to do, which is uh, doing the creative uh, parts of creating CD covers and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, this was years ago. Yeah, no, no. And so how how did the the career sort of Unfold. What, well, I got into it? teaching after a while. It paid well, okay. regular. Yeah. It, it also paid slightly under minimum wage. Um, but then I started doing that, and then um, I started doing shorts. Uh, did a lot of shorts, and because I was working, so with, the shorts were like live action with humans, or they no? Were like- well, yes, they were with humans. So what I did was I did little rascal style stuff. And uh, we won a few awards, and I've kind of been pitsing with that. For so funny, like black and white type of like... I didn't do black and white. did color. It wasn't Little Rascals. It was just in that kind of that style. Kids yeah. being goofy and laughing at their uh-huh. reactions mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and you'd submit them to festivals and stuff Yeah, like festivals. Yeah. So at this point, you're like a legitimate filmmaker. I have. You're I, going, you're winning awards at films. And right, what, what right. Were you, what are your biggest festivals that you were to go to? Oh, they were all local. Like okay. Phoenix... Um, but you know, I have done that. I I did do a film once. Sedona? Did you Sedona Film Festival? <laughs> I, that's a beautiful place. No, I never did that. I just I just went there for did, the film festival. I had a film there. Yeah. Oh, you got one there. What's it called? Beautiful Violence. Did you tell everybody about it on your podcast? Not really. Why not? It's it's you. This is your podcast, right? Yeah. I well, don't why know. wouldn't you talk about your film? I'd rather just talk shit about people and things. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know, I don't want to talk about success really? or accomplishments. Only did you win anything? Did you get the pat it's, on the it's, back? It's won, it has won 68 awards so far. Wow. But 
I mean, I'm also Jade. I mean, this is also like what part of why you're here right now uh, is because when you got me an email saying here's a project and he sent something called a deck, which you know a deck is. It basically just shows its pictures and visuals and writing to sort of give you an indication of what this project will be. Um, and you get a lot. Of, you see a lot of decks as an actor, as a comic, and a lot of people in Hollywood. They're like, I have this project, and the the not so much of a secret, but the fact is that I would say ninety five percent of the things that come your way don't get done. Yeah, of course. And when they do get done, they don't time, always get shown. They don't get shown, and yeah, when they, they do, get they also don't get they get done without you. Oh, right. <laughs> you know what I mean. So um, it becomes a very difficult thing to attach yourself emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually in any way to any project that comes your way because you're like, when I show up on set, then then I'll believe this is real. <laughs> I mean, I got cast in. And I talked about this in, in another podcast, so I'm not going to go into it. But I got cast in a movie. I'd been sort of like attached formally and informally for like seven or eight years to this film. And, and from the jump, as it was coming back and it finally got the money from the jump, they were making it very difficult for me to do it. What do you mean? What do you mean difficult? Like, or like the time wise or they were like, well, they, on the head just on- a lot of weird shit. Like where, I was attached, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta go to names." Sorry, Bill, we need names for this project. Okay, fine. No, no, no. That, but that's how it always. That's is. fair. You have to have names. They go through the names. By the way, this the part is like eight or nine in the call sheet. So I'm like, well, "Okay, you're going to get fucking Chris Elliott for this because on this indie." Okay, fine. Whatever. Chris Elliott, and I'm I'm good. Chris Elliott from like shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Of course. Yeah, of Chris. <laughs> and I'm like, you get Chris Elliott, you get you get David Cross. That's fine. Like I get it. Like I'm not an idiot. I'm like, how dare you? I'm so much better. I was like, fine, you do it. Now they all they all pass, of course. So it comes back my way. Okay, they all pass. Great. You, now you got to audition. Okay, I've been attached to this thing for six years. The director wants me in the project. Okay, fine. I'll audition. It's a weird part. I didn't know what to do with it. It's not a particularly great script, but I'm like, okay, fool. I send my audition. What do you mean, like, weird? Like, were you, like, naked in front of a crowd of people? Or was I it, mean, like, basically. It, the, the role is like basically he plays a, a, a guy in jail who bites people. <laughs> and that's the humor. But not like, a vampire. But not a vampire. He just bites people because yeah. he's eccentric. Yeah. And you're like, okay, whatever, man, whatever. What, okay, fine. That's that's. What was uh, the name of the film? <laughs> Don't say bite or it. I have a, I have, I have a little NDA going on, so I can't talk about it. Oh, okay. But anyway, so um, the point is, I um, so I said an audition. I didn't, you know, I don't know if it's good or not. I wait. They go through a couple more names. I ask about availability because um, I've headlining gigs and then the caster says oh he's not available let's go somewhere else they're just trying to push me out of it from the jump right uh, then it comes back around goes through another round people pa- of names passing comes back to me I get the offer great now now the director's like why aren't you here rehearsing for free Brooke Shields well, is rehearsing for free I'm like well she's lonely I don't know what to tell you I have shit to do <laughs> I'm out here I'm not rehearsing for free whatever and then he starts saying, oh, this person wants to roll. Louis Guzman wants to roll. Like, are you committed to the role? I'm like, yeah, I'm committed to the role. Well, and I mean, they have, you, have to do like this, you have to do the readings. They also want to know if you click with the other actors, I'm guessing. I guess so. But like, you don't need a chemistry read when you're eighth and ninth in the call sheet. So the point is, like, it's just getting to me that they're kind of like – and then I start thinking about the script and reading the script and looking at the script. I'm like, do I even want to do this awful script? Is it something I'm even like – how desperate am I at my age to do an independent film that – no one will see and that I don't really care about and I don't think it's very funny. Um, 
and maybe that can, but and then I talked to the director and we ended up having a fight. And basically, like, either you I... fought rem- with the director. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, you're out. You're gone. Oh, it's gone. Oh, <laughs> uh, because he was like, he's like, I got such bigger names. I want to do this part than oh, you. Oh, he did the name dropping you're, thing. You're, you're out <laughs> in California right now as opposed to here rehearsing for free like Brooke Shields. I'm going like, I'll come out, but right now I'm with my dad. It's his 80th birthday and, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, and yeah, you got to do that. Well, you know, are you committed or not? Like, yeah. And then he was just like, he kind of did a little, like, who do you think you are type of thing with me. And I was like, you know what, man? Go go find whoever you need. I'm not. This isn't for me. But you, you know? know, though. I mean, the, okay. So in your film, did you get a name? For yeah, and you're the one that you're talking about. Did they get a name? Your Sedona. They got won the awards. Did, did you oh no, a, but it was a short. Name? Yeah, but okay. Short has a different type of. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So from my understanding, and I think you probably have heard this probably a hundred times, but I'll just go ahead and since we're doing a podcast, you need three things to have a successful film. You know what they are? Three things. You need two of the three. Well, a good story. Okay, right. Good, a- good acting. Okay, so story, talent. What's the last one? Um, marketing. Eh, close. <laughs> money. So you got to have either money, storyline, or talent. And, you know, like actors. Yeah. Or a motorcycle going by. Yeah. And so if you have two of those three, there's a good chance that you're going to get your, your whatever your project out there and at least seen by somebody. Yeah. But if you yeah. don't have those three, you're kind of blowing in the wind. And it, it, it's not that you shouldn't do it because a lot of times, for me personally, everything's about life experiences. And if I can get a cool life experience and a story to tell for the rest of yeah. this time I have here on this planet, I, I appreciate a good story. I'll do stuff for a good story. Of course, of course. We all do. You'll go on <laughs> do a shitty all? date. You'll go on do a we sh- all? I think a lot of people are like, it'll be a good story if, if I do this dumb thing. Particularly if you're a comic or an actor because you're like... Of oh, course, you're, you're, you're scraping for material. So anything... Yeah. 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 <laughs> of course. And then you find out that really, at the end of the day, like having a kid can provide you all the emotional fodder you need for everything ever in the rest of your life. You know what I mean? <laughs> like really, you don't need to go travel. Like once you have a, children and you deal with that and... The love and the hate and the confusion, the terror and everything that involves the child, like that's pretty much fills up the cup for all your emotional reservoir. You don't need much more than that. But you can bring them with you on your adventures after that, right? One hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's not the dan- so dangerous. So ones. two or three, I like that. So this this is a terrible terrible story. The script, I, uh, it has some has some decent actors. I'm not going to name the names, but it has some decent actors, and I don't think they have a lot much money. So it's one of the three. So I think it's not going to do well. Uh, the money always is always an issue. So, like, uh, once upon a time, I was working on a film about 10, 10, 11 years ago, and we managed to get Morgan Fairchild on the project. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was helping produce it. Uh, the director was a longtime friend of mine, and we were trying. To, I'm going to put a date. You know, obviously, Burt Reynolds. We were trying to get Burt Reynolds. And Wait, so, you said 10 years ago? Yeah, 10, 11 years ago. Yeah, about 10 years ago. Because both Morgan Fairchild yes, and Burt Reynolds 10 years ago no, were kind of like at the end of the ropes. Oh, end of the ropes. Mm-hmm. Well, I, Morgan Fairchild, for the over 50, 60, they, has, she still has a following. They'll, really? They'll, oh. I, I, was, I, was, I was on the lake the other day boating, and the, I was talking to this guy, and out of the blue, he goes, have you seen Morgan? Fr-? I'm like, who even brings up Mary? He goes, she's kind of hot still. I'm all, that's called plastic surgery. Man. God, now I got to get him on her Instagram too. She's, she's thirst she's, traps. She's kind of a hot old oh, lady. Oh, I had a total crush on Morgan Fairchild. For you did? Yeah. You're dating yourself then. You know that, right? What was she? I mean, I was a child. 
<laughs> I was like 10, and I remember going, like, I like her little nose. She does have the smallest nose in Hollywood. What was her... She's, um, a, she's a Texas woman. God, she's only got 16,000 followers on... But she's got cameos. Look at her. Yeah, she's Cameoville, right? Wow, interesting. She's kind of... She doesn't look the way she used to look. Well, no. I mean, no she, looks, she looks good. There she is. She looks... She's hot. She's gained? a hot old lady. I think... What is she, like 110? She's got to be 70. Yeah, at least 70. Right? Yeah. For she's, 70, she's great. She's in the grandma. She's in the grandma category for sure. <laughs> she had a movie that you're producing. Yeah, so we were trying to get another. I, I, I grew up, uh, I think around the same time you. So Burt Reynolds was the thing when I was a kid. So when the director said we need a, a person to work opposite of. Anyways, we thought it was chemistry, but the thing is, we couldn't get the money. So then we have to like go out there and try to find other producers that yeah. want their name on a film. Yes, and so you're you're, you're scraping, you're you're calling every, you're calling people on. Uh, we didn't have YouTube to look at like I did for you, <laughs> looking you up. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm scraping you up from the bottom. There. I'm not saying <laughs> that at all, Bill. I'm not. It's totally fine. You are. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but that, I mean that—that's kind of always the problem, right? So once you if once you identify somebody that you want on your film, then you got to figure out how to pay for it. Yeah. And they always, they, you know, that whole thing where you're trying to figure out what's the minimum amount they'll take and still do your project and without insulting them, you know, on all that whole game. It's a, yeah, yeah. It was, and, and then, then that's the problem. So and this is like I'm thinking what happened with you. So they're like, okay, we like this person. But we need to get these other people involved to make the magic. It's all about the magic, Bill. You know, it's all about the magic. So if you get this magic thing going on, mm-hmm. and and this is why so many films are either never made or shelved. Yeah. They just can never get it, and it sh- ends up showing on Netflix for a month. Uh, you know, at midnight. I mean, God, if it gets on a Netflix, that's a huge score nowadays. They get yeah, anything on Netflix is. is a huge score. Yeah, I mean, you can get anything on Amazon Prime. Can you? Yeah. I think you literally could just call. Is there, but they don't. They don't like. Oh, they started showing shorts on like Amazon, and 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 then they, now they have shows with shorts, right? And that's I think so. Of, no, Amazon is is almost like. Um, I'm trying to think what it, what. It, yeah, it's almost like um, like those free cable stations back in the day, like local cable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you can pretty much get your. <laughs> but shit here's on the there. thing with the thing with Amazon is they don't have a studio. Mm-hmm. They really don't have any direct relationship with studio. So what they're all about, they're about studios trying to sell to them. And they're trying to figure out, once again, how can they get this film for as short as possible? Yeah. And I think that's – I mean, HBO, remember years ago, it was like every every great television show was coming out of H- HBO. Yeah, yeah. I don't, Amazon's so far away from that. You know, next, Netflix is like how HBO used to be, right? Yeah. And then Amazon – it's kind of like on TV. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. On TV? <laughs> on TV was like the first, like, I can get movies on television type thing. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I really dated myself there. Yeah, you're talking I mean, it's great guy because guy. it's just so funny. I know some people have independent films. And it's a company called Gra- Gravitas Venturis. They, oh, we just got bought by Gravitas Venturis. I'm like, did you now? Because <laughs> Gravitas was just like, stick it on to the you know Amazon platform. But it won't be on a carousel. I mean, it will be on a carousel if you get enough pre-sales. But um, 
you know, they, to find it, you have to like type in search words to get it. So right. it's sort of like they, they most of them, Amazon's money is spent creating the bandwidth to to gobble up more content. I agree on you know. There's right, no. I want to go back to your short for a second. Is okay. It okay, we skip backwards. Go yes. Okay, so you did this Sedona, mm-hmm. and and that was. So obviously, you, did you choose that spot because it was close, or because it was cool, or did you did you use it as like a tool to go to Sedona? No, I, I I'm a co-producer and like sort of like and a star and like kind of a co-writer. If that hurricane takes us away. We'll be able Jesus to do the Christ. podcast. Is this a Santa Ana? It's like yeah, it'll be like uh, uh, Dorothy. We'll be floating around. <laughs> but um, her podcast, I'll be great. So um, yeah, I mean, I I didn't submit it. The the the, the main writer director is submitting it to like a bunch of festivals. But for me, again, I'm jaded. I'm kind of like, look, if this shit is not going to Sundance or Cannes or Tribeca or Toronto or South by Southwest. But you or can, it AFI. sounds like if you did good at Sedona, you can get into those places. What I was going to suggest, mm. if you want to use your, your movie that already won a few awards, there's some really great places to bring. Like, so we brought one of my films to Hawaii, and the whole reason I wanted to to go there was hang on Hawaii. I wanted to be in Hawaii. The Maui Film Festival was <laughs> something else. I don't even remember what. It, no, no, no. It was it was called the Hawaiian Film Festival. I believe. Okay. Anyways, yeah. it was just an excuse to get to. I mean, so as a comic, have you ever booked yourself in a location because you wanted to do the vacation right after? I mean, come on, be honest. My life is a vacation. You fucking oh, okay. kidding me? No, All I right. did a, um, a comic named Maz Jabrani. He was going on a uh, a world tour. Did you get, and you did it? And I just said, hey, man, I want to go to these places. So I kind of like said, can I feature for you on this world tour? And we went to, so I got to perform in Singapore. Nice. I performed in Sweden, Paris, London. Wait, um, wait, wait. You, you performed as a comedian in Paris? Mm hmm. In, in English, obviously. Yeah, yeah. They're, they have, I, a lot of these places have like one, yeah, exa- France is very, like, oh, we do not want to speak English, but they have one English club there. But you didn't have to do any miming or anything like that? No, no. <laughs> I, had a, I think the, the best joke that worked is I talked about how, uh, um, do you know, are you familiar with France? Yeah. In Paris? Yeah, I've been there a few times. So you, you'll know the punchline. So I got, I go, it's crazy. I just got here in France. Everything is so, you guys are so cool with sex. Like sex, every, you use <laughs> oh, right. everything to sell sex. Like it's, just, it's all over the TV. I can't yeah, believe yeah. it. America, we're so, so puritanical. I just turned the like daytime TV. There's just a couple like humping like, oh, da, 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 da. I'm like, and all of a sudden, bric-a-bracca. Because that's, 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 that's like their Home Depot, bric-a-bracca. Oh, Oh, right. It's bric-a-brac. A bric-a-brac, right? I don't think it is. It's called bric-a-brac. <laughs> Come on. But someone, that, sounds like, that sounds like Amsterdam or Germany. No, no, no. It was, it was Paris. <laughs> I go, so I like start like humping like bric-a-brac. And it fucking killed because I was like, okay, good. So at least I know the culture is right. But that's amazing because the truth is like. I always thought the only way to find any humor in France was just to make fun of the English. Oh, that works too. Am I wrong? Yeah, I, f- I find that the more I do it, the m- the more I find that there there's just things that always work, and they're usually the things that you're most embarrassed doing. Come on, give it give a give a little secret away. What is what is one thing that works for you every time? Like, okay, I'm bombing. I'm gonna just throw this one thing out there, and at least I got to say well, once this I'm is bombing, like my safety. I'm done. Well, once no, you're bombing, know, you're done. like you were. So we were talking a few minutes before we got here, mm-hmm. and you were talking about you know sometimes you just have a bad day, mm-hmm. right? Or it's sometimes it's the audience. You know, they came in and they're just 
freaking pissed for yeah, some reason. They've been waiting. It's yeah, cold outside. Wait- oh, it's cold outside. That's a terrible one. Yeah. Uh, or or um, sometimes it's traffic. You know, yeah. they just there was no they way. They haven't to get got to their s- drink yet. Yeah, or you're in the middle of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. And they're and they're just they're so drunk they don't even know what's going on. And and you get there and you're just bombing. What's yeah. your safety? What's where do you go there? I'm not, this isn't like the magician. Wow, let me think tr- about this. If I'm if I'm if I'm told, I I think that if I'm bombing, I have some jokes that I feel almost always work. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, yeah. here we go. And I'll just kind of launch into these jokes. My, my, my general feeling is that if you're having fun yeah, and you're committed and you're speaking with a point of view that's actually authentic and there's like integrity to what you're saying, the aud- it doesn't fucking even matter what the audience's reaction well, is. So, tell, me, tell me this. It, it, I have found this true just not in comedy cause, but just in life in general. Yeah. Um, a lot of people may not laugh at what you're saying or not look entertained. But when they leave, they'll say, you know, I had a good time. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is interesting. Yeah. Am I wrong? Tell no. me if I'm wrong, Bill. No, you're right. There, there are times because I mean, you're welcome to come to the show tonight. I don't know if you want to. I'll get time. you in if you want to come. It's a, it's later, obviously, but um, I I think that and this is sort of new for me, but it's kind of where I'm at now as a comic. Like, no matter what, you're not going to be bored by my set. No one's going to be like, oh, I don't remember that guy. You know, they're going to be like. Either like I fucking hated that guy, or who the fuck was that guy? <laughs> like literally, I, I, sometimes I got stage and I could tell people like, "What just happened?" Because there's because I just want like, boom, like shot out of a cannon, and I'm just like all over the place, and I'm screaming, and I'm doing weird shit, and I'm pulling out props, and um, someone told me the other day, which is the first time I, they said you kind of you have like a Robin Williams thing going, and I was like, "Wow, I guess I was more caffeinated than usual." Oh. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, I everybody loves like, it, why? but he did I, hang I himself. suicidal after my set. <laughs> right. Um, and, and cancer and all that. That's not that's not so But I guess, I guess that that is something that I've been doing. It's just kind of like, I got a lot to say. I'm just going to come out and fucking say it. And I enjoy doing it. And some of the stuff is, like, I have this whole bit about accents. Do you do accents? Yeah. I mean, I've, I, I'm an actor, so I always do all sorts of accents. Okay. Yeah. And I love doing accents. I love like if there's a part or role, I have to. I, I'll like I'll be like Robert De Niro and like okay, I'm going to fucking method act, and I'll walk around speaking that accent for the next you know month. Would you consider yourself a method actor? Method light, method light, method light, like Bud like, Light or like Miller Light. I'm method in the sense. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm method in the sense that like I will. Like I played Rudolf Nureyev for a play, oh, and I just okay. um, so I took dance classes, and I lost twenty pounds. Look and at I, you! And I dyed my hair, and I had a lot of sex, and I um, <laughs> I had not gay sex, so that would have been really method. But I um, <laughs> you know, and you just kind of like really, and I and I, I would go wherever I would go, I would speak in a Russian accent. You know, I'd go to CVS and get my herpes medication <laughs> go to CVS and like, go like I'd like to have a, please do have the do have the Welterix do the Welterix you know whatever I would do like I would just commit to it that way so yeah so it's kind of like that's fun for me just to stay like you know you hear like Jared Leto in House of Gucci he just stayed in that character yeah. all the time which is fun I mean that role he was absurd in that performance but like it was fun so it's fun to watch so I'm method in that sense but I'm not like going to, um, you know, 
not sleep for three days because I'm playing a but guy. But you did say you lost weight. I lost I think that's big 20 time. pounds, yeah. That's not easy to do. I can tell you honestly, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, when you have the, when you know that you're going to be shirtless on stage wearing tights oh. in front of like thousands of people, it, it's, it's, okay. it helps you motivate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you know like, okay, this is... Like when I was 20 and I wanted to get a girlfriend. It was funny, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was like one of those things like, oh, if I have steak and broccoli or steak and Brussels sprouts every night, I'll lose weight. Yep. You'll d- hundred percent. I would have steak and vegetables every well, that night. That doesn't sound so bad. And I would lose all this weight. But then, but there's this weird hollow feeling that you get when you don't have carbs and grains that you just live. And I would just, I wouldn't I, know. I remember I was dating this girl who was, um, she was like a former junkie. And I was like, oh my God, I, I just feel hollow. She goes, oh, welcome to early sobriety. Because your, <laughs> your body's addicted to the sugar and the carbs and like oh. all the like churning that it does. So anyway. That's a segue from what we were talking about. We were, why are you interviewing me, motherfucker? So let's get back. <laughs> Isn't that what I came um, here for? No, I'm, inter- <laughs> I'm interviewing you. You want me to do your project after all. <laughs> oh, right. Um, I'm sorry. So I am curious. So you, you, you have produced feature films. You've been involved with feature films and you've been in that world. Very few, but Very yes. few, but you've been in the world. Yeah. Um, now, and also you're a dad and a family man and stuff like I that. I am. A wife. I am. So there must be some sort of that must be a tough thing to bridge, obviously, because the, the family man is like, you're home, you're at a job, everything's stable, and everything in entertainment is not yeah, stable. Yeah, so I'm not like the traditional f- family. You know, I'm not like... I'm not oh, like you a, and your wife are swingers. Got it. That's right. That's right. And she speaks <laughs> with a German accent. <laughs> it's funny when she calls me Hogan. Anyways, um, the thing is, is that I, I've, I do what I can to fulfill what i'm trying to accomplish at the time mm-hmm. so but I, I don't i've never really worked in an office for very long though i have worked for uh, for a short while i was working for a, a manufacturing company i was producing all their marketing stuff and uh-huh. producing videos and stuff like that and that paid the bills and that was awesome but i, I hated it so yeah that's where we started doing these other projects you know and the nice thing is when you have these other projects going on you uh it, it, you you feel like you're moving somewhere, I guess. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But I, you know, I, I didn't get it. I, I, I have done a lot of things in my short time. I, I have you ever come near death ever before? Yes. Have you ever met anybody that's come near death before? So you came to you came near death. So you have these things, yeah, that happened to you when you're. What happened? So I, I went many years ago. I actually, I was one of these nights. I was just. Partying the whole weekend, you know. I was just now partying in L.A. might mean something different than partying. It was partying in L.A. So, in other yeah, words, so co- I was in L.A. Cocaine? Uh, no, no, not like I'm not gonna. I, That's what partying means in L.A. Oh, okay, no, it wasn't like okay. that. It was just all night, Drinking, several nights out. in okay. a row, and yeah. other things going on. Got. It. And so I'm driving home, and um, I'm driving on the 405, and I'm getting off of the exit that I was doing, and I'm just falling asleep. I'm just like, oh my god, I am so tired. And um, I do the responsible thing, and where I, my exit was, there was a grocery store. So I pull in the parking lot, and um, I go to take a nap, and all of a sudden, I I hear this on my window, and there it is, the police. They're saying, oh, you can't, you can't be here overnight. You got to yeah. go, and I'm like, can I just? Close my eyes for five minutes, ten minutes, and they're like, "No, <laughs> shit." Yeah. So I got on the street and I started driving down the road, and I just fell asleep. 
and I woke up, and I went through the window. It was a VW bug. Wait, you woke up right before you went through the windshield? No. I woke up on the car in front of me. I went through the window shield, and half of my body was on one, and the other half of the body was on an accordion version of the front of my... You know how VWs don't have anything in the front? Yeah. And um, I couldn't feel my body. I just, like, from my... uh, Nothing. I couldn't feel my nothing. Holy shit. And I couldn't breathe. And I looked down, and it's just I'm just covered with massive amount of blood. Yeah. And um, the next thing I know is um, I, I'm I'm thinking, where do I want to die? Yeah. And you know you know you know how they do with the corners, and they they cut them out so the handicapped people could get them. Yeah. You know the little ramp on the corner. Yeah, of course. I, I look and I go, and I go. I think. I think that's where I'm going to die. I'll lay there and that's So you where like I'm roll going. off the car? So I roll off the car. I can't feel myself. There's no one around. There's no ambulance jet or anything. It's, yeah, I told you this part on it. It's like three. Did in you the hit a parked car? Yeah, just rammed into a parked so car. So no one else is around? No, but it's, you know, I, I hope, at this shit. point. Well, so let me go on. So I, lay, so I look and I go, okay, that's where I'm going to die. So I lay down in the handicap ramp. Yeah. Right? And, um, I'm laying there, and my neck feels like it's stretching into the sky, and my head is above my body. I'm looking down on my body, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, uh, this, I guess this, this is what's going this, on. My soul is leaving my body right now. Right. So the next thing I know, I can see my body going into convulsions, just like shaking and rattling oh and going God. like a... Like 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 a church. Uh, <laughs> if you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyways. Holy roller. Yeah, holy roller. And so the next thing I know, I'm back in my body, and I lean to the left, and I look over, and it's like a patio light, right? And there's like this woman there, and I'm, I kid you not, it looked, like she had, it looked like she had wings on her. Yeah. And so I'm looking, and I'm like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, I went, and this breath comes into me. And I can breathe. And the reason I was a bloody mess is because um, I had the front window shield glass shoved up into all my nasal cavity. Yeah, sorry about that part. No, anyway, it's good. But it's good. true. I'm, I'm jerking off right now. Yeah, yeah. Get your uh, get your rope out. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, um, and I I can breathe. And then I look up on the balcony, and obviously by now people had heard the crash in the yeah. apartment complex up there and the guy real casually leans over and he goes dude are you all right <laughs> i'm like yeah can i use your phone because <laughs> it's pre-cell phones right so oh my god like, yeah so a long few years ago so you were able to stand up yes yeah, so i'm walking i still can't feel my body but at least now i realize there is a body there and then and, I'm and, only and the woman with the wings is gone it's do you gone. see anything like this nothing so I just went up, I walked, walked up the stairs, mm-hmm. and I dialed a bloody phone, yeah. you know, and thanked the guy. And by that time, now the ambulance, you know, uh, uh, the police were there, the fire trucks were there. I walked down, and that asshole, can I say asshole on you? Are you yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you okay. say, okay. well, All right. so asshole cop. And I have nothing against cops. I, yeah, I know. But there are some shitty ones. We there all are that. some shitty ones. Yeah. And this asshole cop goes, so are you on drugs? I'm like they're like asking me what drugs I've taken. Yeah. I'm just like, I looked at him. I go, I I told you I was tired, man. And he, oh, I was the same cop, same asshole cop. Oh fuck, two dude. of them, two of them, right? Yeah. 
So um, the fire department's there, and they're ask, asking me the same question, but that's acceptable from them because that's their job to ask. Yeah. You know, are you on speed? The cops or, are looking for liability. Why did you smash into yeah. a car? And I just told like I looked at the fire guy, and I go, those guys told me to keep driving when I tried to rest back there. I was yeah. falling asleep. Yeah. And then the cops disappeared. Of course. And uh, went to the... Went to the doctor and they said you're bruised from head to toe. It's really you're not a big deal. But anyways, the point is at that point in my life, which was I was 19, 19. I thought shit. If I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm probably going to die by the time I'm 30. Yeah. Unlike a logical guy who would say I'm going to start cleaning up my act, they did just the opposite. I said I'm going to do every single thing I possibly can do it before I turn 30. Yeah. And so I started traveling i would do anything to get off the continent so yeah but i had no money so literally for months at a time i'd be like a vagabond floating around like eastern europe or north africa or fun. europe or south sounds America. fun it what it was fun it was and but the thing is i loved it because i always dragged a different person with me yeah but never the same different woman different guy different uh, you know what it, Probably a woman. Come no, on, let's be honest. No, 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 no. I know you gingers. No. <laughs> That's funny thing. I'm a ginger. No, so, no, always guys, because I wanted to meet women. Yeah, yeah. That was part of it. Yeah, you got me so, my wingman in Croatia, right, okay? Right, right. So, um, when I, so, one of the trips I took was with a really good Mexican friend of mine. We went to, like, Spain, Portugal, and we literally brought 300 bucks. That's it. And we just yeah. did that, landed in Italy. Yeah. Traveled with a German guy, of course, when I was in Germany, uh, Amsterdam, and we actually went to Greece. That was fun. Yeah. I've never and been. then um, went to Cairo on that trip. Anyways, and I just tried to do everything I could before I turned 30. And were you, so you're just like, I just want to experience life, I experience life. Were you looking for stuff? Was it just like this weird death wish? Like, no, what, no, no, no. When you look back, like, what I wanted was, to live life to its absolutely fullest. Yeah. Got I it. wanted to experience anything that just won't, wouldn't kill me, basically. But were right? you still doing. Drugs and drinking and partying, or was yeah, of you- course okay. Uh, that didn't, yeah. Death didn't slow that down. So, I was so a young man, you weren't afraid of death in this no. spirit. You were more no, no, just no. like fuck it. I already, I already, I, already cheated. I did it. Let's, the let's- angel saved me for a reason. Let me have fun. I really feel that way. Did you become? Did it make you sort of address the spiritual side of yourself? Yeah, so did people you feel- ask me that from, when I bring this story up from time to time, and they always ask, "So, did, is this is this how you found God?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "I'm a, I was raised with." God in the family because my mm-hmm. dad's a Catholic. That was never an issue. I was like, he's always with me. That's not a big deal. Yeah. That wasn't the thing. The thing was is that I, I don't believe there was. I don't have no explanation for it. I don't have a reason for it. I don't know if it's religious or not religious or is because some people will say, "Well, you had an out of body experience." I'm like, it didn't feel like an out of body experience. It just feel like everything was pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't say God came or some angel saved me. All I'm doing is reporting what. I, I what happened to me as, yeah. as my brain perceived it. Yeah, got and it. So yeah, so by the time I hit thirty, I met a girl that would follow me on these adventures. Yeah, and so I eventually married her. Yeah, she kept coming around. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know why. She's so Neil bit. It's like you know you have you're, you're a fisherman. You're a fisherman. You catch a fish. You throw it back in the water, catch it, and she fish cool keeps hopping it. back in the water. Yeah. You're like, okay, you hop back in the boat. She still puts up with my shit, so I'm very appreciative. That's awesome. And you have how many kids together? We got three, three kids. So, um, that's awesome. So, and so that obviously moment. Do you look at that moment still in your life as a defining point, and do you still no, think it informs you how you behave? Thirty was the big one. 
Yeah. I couldn't believe I passed 30. Yeah. <clears throat> I used to look quite a bit different than you see me right now. Mm-hmm. So I had a big party, invited everybody I ever knew to a... Uh, what does that mean you looked a bit... Were you a woman? What do you mean you looked a bit different? You were just younger. Well, I had a beard that was much longer. Okay. I had hair that was like... Oh, wow. You had the whole hippie thing. R- yeah. Yeah. More... You know, whatever. Yeah. Okay, hippie, whatever. Rock and roll, whatever. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I had that whole thing going. I had a huge party and... I promised everybody at that party on my 40th birthday I would shave my head. Yeah. And so that's the day I went to this look. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And now you've been... So you doing this... Now an upstanding citizen. You're an upstanding citizen. Uh, yeah. People... people. Now, is this project... That's my advice that you, now. I don't know that, why. So I get this... I, you oh, approached me on Instagram, you found me, or email, or whatever. I originally found... it. I really don't like Twitter, but mm-hmm. I find myself using it all really? the time. Like... Every morning, because huh. for me, I, I've met, I met a crap load of people through it. And it's not even a medium that people meet people with, but I don't have a problem. Well, writers, Obviously, you writers, know, I don't I have a problem talking to people. Yeah. So I just reach out to people, and they reach back, and, and for some you reason, know, you I kind of sift through the weirdos. Yeah. Because there's a lot of them. Of course. And, and then there's the underage girls. you got to stay away from those. Jesus Christ. So they told me. I just assumed, <laughs> I just assumed like when you reach up like this kid is either he's going to be like twenty five. Oh, he's like, hey, I got a project. You know, I yeah, thought. So that. what was your first impression? You only met me like an hour ago. So what was your first impression? Um, first of all, I'm late. No, no, that's fine. Oh, I, okay. I just thought you're like a, you're like a person. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Like uh, there's there's the whole idea of like civilians and non civilians. Oh, okay. And, and, and comics. I look. We, civi- I look. We're not civilian. You. you look civilian. Yeah. Like here, you're, you're a civilian. Which I is dressed good. up for you, Bill. <laughs> I even put cologne on because you know, because because artists writ large are a bunch of fucking like messes, you know. In general. Okay, so I haven't lived. I, I shouldn't say that. I've come to L.A. all the time, but I don't really do the Hollywood thing too much anymore. Yeah. So I called up my sister three days ago, and I said. What the hell do people wear in Hollywood now? Because I'm going to meet this guy, Bill. I don't really know him that well. I don't know him at all. Um, she saw, well, here's what you have to do. First of all, get a pair of jeans. Not that 90s shit that you got in the closet. And then she goes, get rid of those shoes. You're always wearing leather shoes. Get some casual pair of sneakers. Interesting. And I'm like, what am I going to wear for shirt? I mean, I got hundreds of shirts. She goes, yeah, no, none of that. Get yourself a nice white linen shirt uh-huh. and go over there kind of casual. Uh-huh. I go, jeans, there is sneakers, no freaking shirt. way I'm going to be able to pick out those clothes right. <laughs> so I said to her, I said, you got to help me shop. And so um, I get here today and I, 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 I go to her, you know, I meet her this, this af- late this afternoon and and I go, can, can we just run to the store? Because I don't know what the hell to wear. And she says, oh, I can't do it today. And I said, oh, that's all right. I'll, I'll text him. He'll probably want to meet Friday or Saturday. And then I text you and you're like, hey, you want to meet you know, basically in a few hours. And yeah. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I wore what I wore on the airplane today. I like to dress a certain way on the airplane. You know why? Why? Well, I, I think they treat you, you want- better. They don't treat you oh, like some interesting. asshole. You know, you dress... Like you're casual. I see guys wearing like the ghetto clothes. Yeah. And they were coming in on like flip flops. And then they wonder why the stewardess never, or are they called stewardesses anymore? No, how dare you? Flight attendant. Flight attendant. They treat you like you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And so I'm not kidding you. Yeah. This clothing, I, I fell asleep because I, okay, so 
we were talking before, and you know your audience doesn't know this, but I had just gone back from a four day camping trip. I literally slept on the on the ground for four days. Yeah. Tonight I get to sleep in a bed. Yay! Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I'm exhausted. I fall asleep on the plane, and I barely wake my eyes up. And the way and the, what are they called now? Airline flight attendant. Flight attendant. <laughs> Those attendants. Anyways, she very softly in my ear whispers. Would you like anything to drink, sir? And I say, yes, yes, I would actually. That would have never happened if Was I your mask in fully my up? regular clothing. Was your mask up? You have to, but you're I know. right. But so sometimes check this out. I I don't know how you fall. In fact, I was kind of funny. I was like, is he going to make me wear a mask at his house? Oh God! So I had it already. I had it like, okay, I'm, I'm like, I'll pull it out like a six shooter. No, just pull it out and put it on real quick. But yeah, so. And that was another thing. They were really strict about every single person wearing a mask above their nose. Yeah. I hate that. So I, I get the mask thing, and I, I'll put it below my nose so that when I'm talking, I don't spit all over somebody, which I have a habit of doing anyways because I talk yeah. too much. That's why Especially after feet, having coffee. Six feet apart, so we're good. Anyways, yeah, she didn't say shit to me. I had my nose out. She gave me a soda. It was awesome. And it was yeah. all because I wore a pair of khakis. I literally have had these khakis <laughs> for 10 years. This shirt's new. I got it for last Christmas. Mm-hmm. I did wear my new socks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got those for Christmas. Got a little also. Going now on. the shoes I actually specially bought these shoes. Oh. These shoes have no metal, so I could go through metal detectors without the I know oh. in this country they make you take your shoes off until yesterday. Not if you're TSA pre check. Yeah, that's not me. So but nothing goes off on these shoes. So I always yeah. bring wear these. So I've actually had these for about ten years. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it's gonna get all prettied up for you, Bill. Oh, nice. Now, are you meeting other comics as well that you might have reached out to? Like, yeah, that's the plan. Yes, yeah. that's the plan. So, um, well, I, if you come to the comedy show tonight, you can meet some some people there, and you'd be like, "Hey, here's my project." Yeah. So, so I'm you're kind of gonna be a little pick. I, um, I'm looking for a team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I want people to get. A, I need to get along with these people. Yeah. You know. I hate getting involved in projects for. Well, I won't. I won't work with people I don't like. Yeah. And so, like your like your story you were sharing a few minutes ago. Obviously, yeah. you guys weren't getting along. You and the director. I don't want to have that. That is a big freaking yeah. hassle that yeah. I never want What's to funny deal is with. We were we we've been friends. We were getting along for eight, but it was like once the once. It's just so weird because I don't really care if. I mean, my ego has been beaten up so many times. Like the fact that they were. Offer me the role and semi, and then taking away, and then offering to take away. Like even then, I was like, "Fine, if you want me to play another role, that's fine. I'm cool with it. I'm not." Well, my first impression is you're very casual. Yeah, I'm very casual. Like, so I get out of the car, and and you're talking to a gal, and you're like, "Hey, thanks for mispronouncing my name. I'm just going to continue on talking to this gal." And I'm like, "Okay, so this is not going to work out." I was literally thinking. Okay, I'll stay here for 15 minutes and I'm just going to go home. <laughs> I really was like, this is not going to work out. I can tell already. And then you're like, you want to go get a drink? And I'm thinking, I'm thinking Booze. cocktails. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. up for cocktails. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I kind of need my caffeine. I need my fix, monster energy like, drink. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I, I, get, I, I gave up drinking, not in like an AA, like I'm sober. But there was just a point where I just said, what are the things that I hate the most? I hate the few. I hate headaches. Right. Oh, uh, I hate diarrhea. Who does? I hate it when my boner isn't at full capacity. That's true. These are all things alcohol. It sounds like you're buying cheap booze to me. <laughs> <laughs> but weed never get a headache. Never hung over. Boner is always intact. 
I've I, I, I transitioned from uh, from female to male, and I, no, I transitioned from from, what? from bo- I transitioned from booze to to weed. Oh, okay, like like one hundred percent. All right. Now, you, have you been to Amsterdam before? Oh yeah, of course. Did you do I was all the there. edibles there. How did that do for your libido? I'm trying to think, did I do the edibles? In, I, I don't really remember buying um, edibles in Amsterdam. Are they special there? Are they like? Well, they're. Well, things are you know things are different. There's there. a lot of hash I mean, over there too, right? Hash oil, hash yeah. brownies, hash. I traveled hash. all over Europe and Scandinavia and with, you weed, with my own California weed. Oh, and then people found out. They're like, "You're a fucking idiot," because you would go to jail like oh, in a heartbeat right, yeah. in any of these countries. Um, Times have changed, though. That's good. Yeah. So, so your project right now. Tell people about your project right now. That you're that you're the elevator speech that I was supposed to practice before I got here. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just because, because my my personal belief is it's so hard to get anything done that um, I'm always kind of a little bit, and maybe this is your experience with our friend Brian, who you talked to, like your friend. I barely know, him. barely know. Him. I, um, I I did like I did to you. I just I went to a show God. and just basically he's hid. got a great voice. I mean, kidding me? Jesus, his, his voice, voice is, is awesome. like amazing, and he does great uh, poop jokes. I mean, great, great. Oh, some of the best poop jokes of all time. <laughs> Just sneezing, pooping, farting. Right. Yeah. Every uh, right. human sound. Love him. Okay. So he, you want to hit? You ready? Yeah. Here it goes. So this show is basically based on a ridiculous comic I did as kind of a prank joke on Twitter years ago, and mm-hmm. it's around these animals. It's so that it's like the old Aesop thing, so I can avoid the whole. Got it. You were you were you and what? Anyways, and so what's happened is. After I started organizing these comics, it's, a story came out of it, and I thought, wow, this is kind of fun. I think other people would like it, too. And it's basically loosely based, not on my life experiences directly, but indirectly, where an adult older than me in the family is constantly shitting on you. Yeah. And being in a work environment in that and so the main character's name is Juan. His last name is spelled Big Liar, or he might pronounce it Big Lear. Mm-hmm. And he works for his uncle. And um, it's those stories. It's kind of like The Office mm-hmm. um, meets Ally McBeal, right? So okay. in, in Juan's mind, I don't know how you are when I'm talking to somebody sometimes, especially when they're boring me to death. I, like, I, can, I imagine like, it would be so awesome just to pull out a 22 and just start firing away and just see what their reaction would be, especially when I hit them in the arm yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. And so the whole thing is basically his experiences through this flooring company and, um, and the odd situations that working for a family can, can do. And it's, it's, it's kind of funny. I, th- I, th- I think it's very funny actually. Mm-hmm. And it, it produces some situations that I don't think we talk about. We don't really talk about these, these guys that just constantly, get beat up all the time at work and, yeah. and there's thou- there's millions of them on in this country alone yeah i don't think anybody really represents them interesting so but you feel, you feel like the office is probably the closest to, to doing something like yeah, that. yeah but i don't think I, nobody really gets beat on except for uh toby right toby's the only one that really gets beat up on that yeah. show the, yeah. the hr guy yeah so kind of hp take toby and make him the main star where everybody just shits on him yeah but, and the thing is is that one and the character is a little smarter than everybody else but he gets no credit yeah and that's shit. That yeah. sucks. So how does this? How do you see it arcing? Like, what? What was the story progression? Does he? So, there's another character there named Teresa Treehouse, 
Mm-hmm. And she's kind of hot. And, and they're all they're all monkeys, right? They're all for chimps. the most part. They're most chimpanzees. Chimpanzees. I don't want to say monkeys. Definitely chimpanzees and apes. Yeah, this uh, race but, is called monkeys. They're chimpanzees, right? Yeah, and or, or bonobos if you want to get technical. Anyways, are they bonobos? Do you know what a bonobo is? I know. If you guys Tell me don't what you know, know about bonobos, here's what I know about bonobos. Okay, so I had heard about bonobos, and then I went to the San Diego Zoo for the bonobo exhibit. And oh. But to get in there, this is years ago, probably 10 years ago, there was like a black curtain and it said, you must be 18 or over to enter the Bonobo really? exhibit in San Diego. <laughs> okay. And like, this is weird. And you go in there and it's basically just full on monkey porn and, <laughs> and, and like rape and porn and rape oh. and porn for nonstop. And it's, I mean, you should never say you rape must have been there during, hilarious. You must have been there during the mating season then. Well, I, apparently bonobos, they just, that's that's their way of conflict resolution. They just jerk each other off and fuck and rape nice. and just, nice. and it was nonsense. And then people would laugh and the monkey, the bonobos would hear you and like, ah, and like bare their teeth and like Oh, charge. right. Because your laughing sounds like a cackle to them, right? Yeah. So they're going like, don't, are you making fun of my game or whatever it is? I don't know. <laughs> it was very weird. And then I found out that they had to close it down because too many complaints. Really? But bonobos be fucking. That's what I know about bonobos. Uh, I saw tortoises. Uh, making magical love one time, and that was an interesting sound. Oh, that's, I, my understanding is when you hear dinosaurs, like in movies and stuff, uh-huh. you're actually hearing the uh, the grunting of the. Uh, that's what that is. You're oh, really? So Jurassic like, Park, they yeah, like all those dinosaurs. Fucking. You're basically hearing sex scenes. Yeah. Sex scenes with tortoise, tortoises. Tortoise. That's awesome. Galapagos Island t- sex scenes. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. <laughs> anyway, so um, but no, there's some other animals. So like, uh, there's a, a group of. Other animals, and they're basically dogs, and they mm-hmm. constantly harass because they're like the sales guy. And how do you animate? How, how's the way of animate? Is it stop do you motion? Remember how is- Archer what? Do you remember how Archer used to be where it had kind of fixed angles? Yeah. So the setup for that is is going to be like that, but the difference is instead of drawn images, they're actually real images, photographs that I've taken, or uh, hopefully other people have taken, and then we they're basically collages. Collages. So you take the collages and we animate And they're kind of like stenciled around it in a way or something like that. No stenciling around. Literally yeah. just... Okay. Like, remember when you're like uh, in middle school and you're trying to do a project and mm-hmm. you like went through the magazines and you're like cutting them all out, trying yes. to make something. So it's basically like that, but animated. Interesting. Is there another example of that that you can see? Or? No. That's why I like the idea. It's, I think it's original. I don't so it's think anybody's like done it yet. stop motion-y in yeah, a way. Yeah, it is very stop yeah. motion-y. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. So... You wrote down a series, a series Bible, a whole season, or what have you written so far? Right. So I wrote three scripts. Uh, the first two I kind of went through over and over again until I felt happy with it. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Third one is shit, so that's why I haven't shown anybody. Yeah. Um, and then I did 20 more summaries of like like you were discussing. So the, the r- romantic arc that's in there, mm-hmm. uh, the where Juan goes through the his career during that season so yeah the, so all together there's 21 episodes 21 episodes cool and you have it all kind of mapped out absolutely now been scheming on this for for quite a while now so. do you have you been trying to take meetings to sell it to people yeah, or is absolutely. this private investors and, and how's it going so i'm lucky and in, in my family i'm not the only one in the entertainment business so oh. i've got my sister involved this isn't the first show who's I your did. sister she fancy should i know her who is she my She's not fancy. No one would really know her unless you're in the My sister is Catherine Bigelow. No. So she works at Sony or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And anyways, I've pitched her lots of shows over the years, and she's all, nope. Nope. Uh, 
No. Yeah. No one wants to see. And I showed her this one. She's all, hmm, hmm, hmm. I, can you develop this a little more? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I oh, can. Yeah. So uh, I kind of, you know, it's weird when you're working with family, <laughs> which oh, I'm yeah. very familiar with, which is a, a, another reason why I think the show works. And and so I just treated her like a regular exec. And yeah. I, I went in and I did the pre presentation. She said, fix it up. I redid it with the bigger presentation, which is the one you saw. Yeah. And she said, yeah, that this might be something, but I don't know for sure. She, you know, she, the problem is, and this is changing in Hollywood, um, she's family. So people are like, ah, you're giving me your brother's script. Yeah, of course. You know, that whole thing. But yeah. nowadays, it's, it's cool. It's, all, it's okay. So it's nepotism no is no longer the problem that used I don't to be? Think it, I don't think so anymore. Do you? What are your thoughts? I don't know. I mean, I know that when I, I, I've done two... Do you have any siblings? TV. No one I know is in the business. But you no, have siblings. My family. Yeah, I have siblings, but they're all doctors and shit like that. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. professors, so I know it sucks. But um, <laughs> I have literally nobody in the family who's in entertainment uh, at all. Okay. But, um, but I do know that I did two TV shows recently, and both of them I had to sign an anti-nepotism clause. Right. To show that I'm not a part of any nepotistic family to get on this TV show. But, but yeah, and they still do that. But mm-hmm. if you say yes, it just lets them know that you have to, they have to hand you another piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is I explore – I explore this in the show and that visiting HR. HR is just like a shit show, yeah. <laughs> right, of yeah. papers and legality and all this nonsense that we have to go through Good God, so yeah. that you can work for minimum wage. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. So she, so, so she works in development at Sony. She's in that arena. So is it kind of, is it at Sony being looked at or will be looked at or they're playing with, they're they're, yeah, they're playing with, they're kind of going up and down the totem pole. I can't say for sure, but that's not necessarily where I want to sell it. The problem with Sony is, is they're their own studio. Mm -hmm. So you might know this already, how studios versus, you have this, you have like studios, you have studios with distribution yeah, and they work differently. Yeah. And so, for example, is a company like Sony, they don't do their own distribution. Yeah. So they put the packages kind of together and then they resell it. So they basically take your idea and then they put their own spin on it and then they go and sell it. Yeah. Versus like going to like, like we were talking about earlier, Netflix. Yeah. You know, they they you could put a package together for them, pitch it to them, and they're like, okay, we're not going to really put any spin on this. You either got it or you don't. We're either going to fund it or not fund no. it. Or if you're going to something like Warner Brothers, right? Um, they'll do everything, and then they'll help you with the distribution because they want to make money off their investment. I yeah. mean, it's, each studio works a little different. So, yeah, when I do the presentation, it has to kind of be presented differently. Got it. And you, Bill, fall under the get the package together ahead of time. Mm. You see. Boy, I wish my name could could, <laughs> could make more of a wave at these studios. They'll be like, who? That was part of the thing with the uh, with the film I was doing. They're like, they're like, you know, these investors. Like, I had these names, and they're like, who the fuck is Bill Dawes? I'm like, guy. The part is number nine on the call sheet or eight on the call sheet. Who the fuck? Is an investor really give a shit who's number eight are on the call sheet? Now. Things are different now. It's cool to be a nobody. Have That's what I say. No, no. I'll look at all the, <laughs> the great shows now that are on Netflix. Going back to Netflix. We, everybody's got to talk about Netflix. Yeah. But look at all the great shows. Look, look, look at the credits. Yeah. And you know what you're going to see? People you don't know. People you don't know, yeah. And it's all over the place, including yeah. their animation stuff. 
Yeah. So we're, it's kind of a cool time to live in Hollywood because never before can you be a nobody and turn into a somebody. Hell yeah. Bill's loving, that. Bill's loving that idea. Yeah. He's gonna right after the show, he's gonna run upstairs and start writing scripts. <laughs> Mom, I'm a nobody, but that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um so that's awesome. So I might need some water soon. You don't hey, you supply water, water on complete. this. Here's water right there. Yeah, okay. Come. Your own bottle of pH balanced water. Um so how far along would you say you are in terms of like moving it forward and is there a point where you're like i'm just gonna fucking do it myself and fuck my kids and their college tuition you know because that's all because artists do get to that point i have where they're a like, fabulously I- supportive wife so i never have to worry about that okay <laughs> <laughs> um and a few years back there was this you remember there was this crash where if you anybody could get a loan for a house oh yeah of course and i took advantage of it mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so I'm okay there. Okay. Okay. So you would, you would independently finance this if you had to. Just no, get it done. no, oh, you someone wouldn't. else has got to, this has got to go through a studio. It's got to go through a studio. Yeah. Okay. I've already done, I've already done the finance, my own thing. I don't want to do that anymore. Okay. Got it. So if they're not taking me seriously, we've got to move on to a new studio. That's where I'm, that's so if, where I'm if at. the studio Head systems go now, what do you think about if you look at like the South park model, right? Like the South park guys, they made their little, right. First little thing. They pushed it around the internet. But that was a long it time got ago. Picked man. up, I guess so. But it, it, it seems like is it if something that was the whole George Clooney story, right? You know that the whole story behind that with the George. I didn't know George Clooney was okay. So th- maybe I'm remembering this wrong. But the no, South no. Park thing was. Did you ever see that Christmas thing card that they did? That was their first thing, right? Their first big thing. Okay, was, so was yeah, I'll tell you the whole story. So what yeah. happened was these two guys come up with this animation idea and what they do it's a Christmas card you know they're kind of making funny Jesus and all this yeah. stuff and it's hilarious and they send this Christmas card to absolutely every single person they can get a hold of um, in Hollywood maybe New York but I think it was pretty much just Hollywood anyways it fell into the lap of George Clooney and I'm, I'm, I hope I'm remembering this right let's just say I, you are a I lawsuit right after this episode <laughs> so uh, George Clooney seizes it and then starts showing his buddies, and then it finally got picked up. Yeah, and, then and that's comedy. That's comedy, uh, like lore. No, no, no. It's comedy. What's the station? Comedy Central. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but the point is, they they shot kind of like it was sort of that was that was kind of the equivalent of a sizzle. Yeah, that they got out there. Yeah. Have you shot shot about shooting a sizzle? Do you have a sizzle for this? Or yeah, see. I, I, I Would a sizzle things. be a great part the of the package? The problem is when uh, you asked me a question at the very beginning, how long have we been talking? God, it's been like hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, so when you first start talking to me, you were asking me a little bit, have I done animation? I said none. So I've, I've played with animation before. And um, I don't want to show anything that doesn't look good. I mean, Got that it. speaks for yourself. You know, when you... When you show crappy work, it says you're crappy. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm not going to show anything, it doesn't look absolutely beautiful. So if yeah. you have anybody or know anybody who does absolutely beautiful animation and wants to work for free, <laughs> you let it, you just send them my way. But yeah. no, I'm, I'm going straight. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to do that path. I've done that path. I don't, so I'm you too want, old to do that now. But don't you find? I get that. But don't you also find that people are very, particularly the high level executives, they're very uncreative and they want things like here it is. I don't Here believe that. Is. I don't believe that to be true. No, I you think, think people say, "Like I see what could this." Could I know. Be. I, I see. I know a few executives. I'm telling you, they're extremely creative. They're just not creative in the way that we'd like them to be. Yeah, okay. they're not. They're not standing on stage at the yeah. uh, laugh factory. Yeah, 
Well, that's like really that's really fascinating because I, I I find that to be um I find that to be very um I don't know it, it's 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 interesting and it's cool and 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 I'm glad that that you have meetings and there's potential set up but I have just such little faith in people <laughs> in this fucking business understanding what's good and what's funny and making it happen I just find that like well, you're supposed to make it funny Bill. That, that, oh, for sure. I get you. that. Oh, and, I, and, and I have no problem with that. So I remember I told you the script was good. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. I don't want it. I want it to be great. So I'm looking yeah. for good writers. Maybe okay. you're that person, Bill. And I mean, you I could can make it great. You are the good, one that can make it great. I could put in some good monkey poop jokes. You know, you I got monkeys monkey in there. And like, hey, there got to be poop. But there are no monkeys in this show. So. Wait, there are monkeys? No, chimpanzees. Weren't you paying oh, attention to your There's a difference. Aren't you listening to yourself there? Chimpanzees aren't monkeys? No. No. All right, fine. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, chimpanzee poop. There it is. They throw their poop too, just like the other monkeys. Uh, I, okay, they're apes. Chimpanzees are apes, right? Right. So there's monkeys who have tails, and there's apes like you and I who do not have tails. You know, but some of us have tails. But for yeah. the most part, we don't have tails. Wow. I. You know what? I never knew that was the difference. It's come tails. on. I didn't know it was because of tails. What, you do comedy, and the rest of your life you live in a cave. That's so true. Chimpanzees <laughs> don't have tails, and monkeys have tails. Wow, god damn it. I learned something today. <laughs> I had no idea. There Except you go. for that one gal you dated 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, I got it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all down for being a part of something original and cool and creative. And I spend most of my time, uh, you know, cutting my teeth on doing new plays in New York. I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm going to watch your short. Is, can you, where can one see your short? It's fine. No, but I want to see it. It's okay. Wait a minute! Just a few minutes ago, you said it won awards. It won sixteen awards. Don't go humble. Don't go humble. All of a sudden, okay. <laughs> oh, trust me, I'll be arrogant when I need to be. But okay, it's fine. So you're saying it's not good? It's okay. All right. What do your peers say? It's fine. Oh, is that what like, they said? It's not. Look, if I if I if I was a benevolent dictator and I had my hands on that, yeah, I would have made it a little bit different. I would have done some. Oh, had some more zhuzh. You you weren't the director. I was a co-producer and, and star of it oh, and gotcha. helped kind of shape. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah helped yeah. cast and, but I was not the main guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would have done stuff a little bit. There. I would have made it shorter and a little bit more. I don't know. I would have. You know. I would have made the shorter. By shorter. The way, I'm, I'm also never happy with anything I do. So that's oh. there's there's that on top of it. But um, I just like the pro- I like the process. I like grinding. I like kind of. I like working hard on, on a project for sure, but I'm, at the end, I'm never like, I did it. I'm always like, no, that sucks. On to the next one. <laughs> you know, like Martha Graham has a very famous quote about that. You never experience satisfaction, just a d- divine dissatisfaction. And that's okay. I'm okay with divine dissatisfaction. This is a common theme with comedians, though. Yeah, because when you do a bit, as well as that bit goes, you always know you can do it better. You always go like, there, there, there's an NFT version of the bit I haven't done yet. You know, there's the bit that I could just print in gold and just, go, and you're always close to it, but you never get it. There it is. That's the fun. <laughs> but anyway, the reason I bring up about fun yourself is, is oh. a friend of mine that I've been writing with for a long time. He's working with like legendary and Sony as well and writing scripts and they've been bought and, and on one metric, he's very successful because he's selling these scripts that are bought by big companies and legendary and Sony. And he's like in the fold and, Blah, blah, blah. But then they get bought and people get attached. And they never get done. And his scripts, his scripts are unslated and the blacklist. And they never get fucking done. They're, what do you mean by blacklisted? The blacklist is um, 
a, a website that shows the best unpublished. And oh, it was a weird oh, word. okay. The best unpublished scripts in, right. in Hollywood. Oh, okay. So people like producers will go to the blacklist and see what the best. And his, right. he has had several scripts on the blacklist. And um, are, are any years on there? No, hmm. I don't have a lot of scripts. When you when I talked to you on the phone, you said you wrote scripts. I've I've been a writer on scripts as a co-writer. I see. I've done the I've been the backseat driver on tons of scripts. Okay. And I have a lot of like um and I've gotten paid for it often. I've gotten you know some credit on some of it, but in terms of my own script, I've got out the helmed and went through the. I had one pilot I wrote based on my relationship with my daughter. Call I met my daughter on Facebook. And we went through, went to Sony, went up the, the totem pole, went to uh, Dave McBride's company and up the totem oh. pole, Adam Sandler's company, up the totem oh, pole. there you go. Got close and nothing happened. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. This is not what I want to do. <laughs> I just want to perform. But that's, but that's the game, right? I mean, that's the game for everybody. I know. And some people are really good at the game and they're really good at the pitch and they're really good to get into the room and going like, here's why this will work. Well, how did I do? I just gave you a pitch. How did I do? Is that, really? Is that what you're doing? I thought we were just hanging out. I thought you were. I thought uh, you keep asking me questions. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm good. I, I mean, I know there are people who are really good at pitching. So you're saying I need to up my game? No, I don't say that. You. I, I feel like there are people. I feel like there's two types of pitches. Okay. Pitchers. Pictures. There's two types of pitchers. Pitches. Pictures of pitchers. They're the people who are pitching. Like, oh my god, you're gonna love it. It's amazing. Here's oh, a short no, film. Blah blah blah. And this and that. And everything's like almost like a Nickelodeon. I always, think that, I always think that when people come off to me that way, I mean, think, oh, it must be crap. For sure. Why are they overreacting? If it was good, it should be able to stand on its own. But yes. But then there are people who are just like, yeah, here's my fucking thing. You want it? You know. That's so. you, Bill. That's <laughs> <laughs> not good. Um. Well, yeah, which is bad to be that way, too. So I feel... But, like, you watch a show like Shark Tank, which as much as people would oh, right. Shark yeah, Tank no, is a perfect example... very passionate. ...of how... But that goes across the board. Like, people who pitch like that in rooms in Hollywood work. When they come in, guys, this is my product. Like, people go... I don't go, think it works like that. Do you really? Think it works like that? I know. I've I know, seen it work. I, I've seen it on sitcoms where it's like that. You know, where you're sitting in front of like Ron Howard or something, and yeah. you're trying to, or Ron Howard, you know, trying to give a pitch, and he's and he's like at the big desk, uh-huh. and you know the guy's like leaning over, you know, <laughs> spit is coming out of his mouth because he's well, so I excited, mean, I don't know about that. you know. <laughs> but I'm just saying the excitement's there, and the eyes are big, yeah, and the hand motions, and like Ron Howard's like sitting back with his legs folded, yeah. he's like back in the chair, nodding with his little cap on to <laughs> cover that ginger bald head, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it works like that anymore. Really? No, absolutely not. Because I feel that everyone in this business, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing or what's going on. So someone comes in and goes like, "I've got it." Everyone's gonna be like, "Okay," because maybe I, don't know I should change my style. Maybe you're right. I don't know. It's hard to come off with that style back here on your patio, though. You don't no, have a big if desk. If it's not authentic to you, then don't. Obviously not. <laughs> I, I don't do think it. I would do it in a big room. Now, when's your, when, do you have a meeting coming up? Um, I'm your warm up. No, no, you're not my warm up. <laughs> sorry. Thank you. Oh. though. yeah. No, no. Um, yeah, you know, you, you talk to people, and you're always afraid to drop names because then you seem like an asshole if it, yeah, it yeah. doesn't work out. And I don't want. Well, know, you have some meetings potentially all, coming up. All yeah. this week, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So this week. Well, we're Wednesday, so you got two more days. I have nothing tomorrow because uh-huh. I told the wife I'd spend a day with her. Fucking women, Friday, are you with me? Uh huh. Friday. Yeah. Oh, I take that back. I do have something tomorrow. Oh my god, you're making me. Are you nervous about it? Do you feel like? Do I feel? Do I look nervous? No, you look very chill. You look very casual. Um, 
I was a little anxious with you, and I'll tell you why. Because, yeah. you know, you asked me to come to your house. You thought I was going to rape you, huh? And I thought, I hope he's not bigger than me. <laughs> I hope he's not what? I hope he's not taller or bigger than me. Oh, really? Yeah, and I've seen you, so I'm like, he's busy. I, go, I thought, I, I could probably take him on. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so funny, because usually, like, yeah, sometimes women go like, oh, my podcast is in my yard. You want to come over after the show tonight? And they're like, whoa. <laughs> Um, but then you're here, you realize it's very casual. And yeah, it is. I, I used to I used to live on a boat for a short while. Oh, wow. And I remember years ago, people, women were more casual. You, you made me think, I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. But I remember saying, hey, you want to go hang out at the boat? And you'd be surprised, almost all of them said yes. Well, but nowadays, forget it. That's better than the studio apartment. Women um, will always go to the boat. Yeah, I suppose. But you want to go to the mini bachelor pad behind the Laugh Factory dumpster? Oh, They're going to be right. like, mm, I don't think so. You're giving your location away now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I can sell it on Twitter tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm oh, still, I'm sorry. still, no, no, it's great because we got to wrap this, this fucker up. It's been, it's How long have like, we been talking? It's been like an hour, Poppy. I won't do a podcast past an hour and 22 minutes. Oh, so really? Are we, are we there yet? No, we're not. I okay, mean, I can good. tell you exactly good, where good, we good. are. <laughs> Um, but usually my, my, my inner my inner for you I'll make it twenty three. No, I know exactly where we <laughs> were. Oh my god, we're an hour and fifteen almost. Perfect. Um, so anyway, man, I, I I'm excited for your project. I hope it's good. I'm in. Obviously, you know, I'd I would work on it and whatever the fuck you're doing. <laughs> and if the you, thing if is, I'm not place, asking anybody to work for free. That I'm past that. So that's, yeah. that's the nice part. Okay, so just shekels, just pennies and, and, and pesos and yes, yeah. Like yeah. I said, spit and kicks in the. Shirt. No, I'm, I'm 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 you know I'm always down to work on new stuff. I think that's more exciting than just doing like a reboot of a re-rise of a franchise of a blah blah blah. Yeah, it's always cool to do something the interesting. World we live in now. Yeah. So, what are you gonna do? So, um, yeah. So it's nice to meet you and keep it. Anything else? Any anything you want to part people with or tell people how to find you or once in a while I do my own podcast it's very localized it's about mm-hmm. Phoenix Arizona and I talk about Los Angeles and Hollywood mm-hmm. and my buddy talks about New York it's called Heatstroke Heatstroke it is okay and yeah. you just you just shit on LA and New York or you just yeah it's fun <laughs> no 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 uh, what it is is um, Phoenix is growing huge and oh yeah uh, I, I would say I believe it's like 200 people a day from Good California, God. move into Phoenix every single day. Yeah, an average of four to five hundred just from the country move into Phoenix, and so yeah. there's all these new people moving in, and they just know crap about Phoenix. Yeah, and I've lived between L.A. and Phoenix my whole life. Like I'm not kidding. Like three years one, and they moved back. It's like so, I graduated from Redondo Union High, but I went to three other high schools before that. Yeah. So kind of that thing. Yeah. Oh wow. Anyways, all right. Well, thanks so much for having me. Man. Thank you, and uh, and and good luck with this stuff. Are you uh, you know? Do you have a timeline when you think you might get cracking on this? Cracking like get, on this? Like when you think it I'm might... cracking on it right now as we speak. Okay, we're cracking. <laughs> we're cracking. Should right. I brought my well, next time? I'll bring a sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Very cool. And uh, and if people want to find you on the social medias, where can they find you? One, the number one mm-hmm. big liar. One big liar. There it is. I like it. Very cool, man. All right. Nice to meet you, Chris Furman. And you're going to stick around and go to the show? I'd like to. Yeah, of course. You're welcome. I'll get you in for free. I can walk you in right now. All right, guys. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.